Um, yeah, you should come and do the meditation. It's all about. I know. If not I know. now, we have now. we have Sam. Hey, everyone, welcome to the Learning to Lose podcast. We have Sam, um, Sam Scott, dope, dopest name. He's been on twice. He's on with Wickham right now, and Billy is. Um, I don't know. He'll be here soon. And Tim's over here just yapping in the other room. But I should probably close this. He's got like a I don't know, like a week or two sober. And Tim's been coming to our um, our meetings, and uh, he's doing pretty good, I guess. I guess more will be revealed. Um, so one thing I did want to do, Wickham, is I listened to like I AB'd this with like Joe, mm-hmm. and like his shit is just a little louder. Okay, but I think that might just mean that we need to get like some kind of limiter. Oh, like a physical limiter? Yeah, like something that will just. Yeah, like I thought that's what the cloud boosters did. The the cloud boosters are boosters, but like a limiter or a compressor of some sort will kind of bring the levels all up and it will keep them from peaking when they get too loud. So it'll give us the ability to turn everything up a little bit without it distorting. Okay. Does that make sense? Yeah, I'll buy it tomorrow. So uh Sam said a couple really cool things today at the meeting um he said that the first thing that was cool that he said was um traffic is only as annoying as i am late like i think you could also apply that to almost everything in life because it's like if i'm irritated or or agitated or whatever it's just because i'm something's wrong with me or yeah it's bringing out something uh, you know the situation is is pressing up against a nerve that is only there and reactive because of uh, the position I put myself in in the first place. Um, yeah, or expectations, right? Absolutely. That you had. Yeah, the moment I need anyone mm. to be any one thing, I've lost. So like right, so like right now for me, I'm just not. Like my, uh, all the numbers aren't as high as they were, as the, as they once were. And it's just <laughs> like, I, you want things to grow and you, you want to just, I just, I guess my mind just goes right to like, um, oh, okay. It's, it's finally ending. That was cool. Like that was a cool little run. Mm-hmm. I rode the little TikTok wave boom the little tiktok boom wave and now it's just gonna level out and just fade away into the ether because who the fuck did i ever think i was anyway i mean that's kind of what my head will tell me you know but my therapist today was like okay so what does that mean like let's just say that happens like that's what is that why is that such a bad thing right Mm -hmm. it's it's only because i don't I don't want to be normal. I don't want to. Do you? When you say normal, do you mean? Well, like, bro, like, let's just let's just be real, bro. Like, you don't either. You want to be a successful writer. It's like making movies, and that's like not normal. That's like absolutely. But and you've like broken your back to become that, right? And you've you've sacrificed so much to be that. 
Why wouldn't you just have like a normal chill life? Why would you sacrifice so much? And Wickham has too. That's how I know he wants a some degree of, you know, he's basically, you're basically dedicating almost all your time to something creative. He leaves here and goes and does crazy 3D renders. Like, <laughs> so yeah. you're obviously want, desperately searching for that too. Yeah, for sure. A certain degree of it, you know? Mm-hmm. I mean, I... Like this. No further than this. Okay. No further than a fist away. Yeah. But I also think I mean, that... It's on a crane. I can just move it closer y- y- to me. Yeah, you can do whatever you want. So crane. I, I left school with a... I'd come from a family of self-employed, you know, real estate developers. And I started a business in waste management for bars, restaurants, and hotels, which is to say that I drove a cage van around... Soho in London and collecting trash for bars and restaurants at 20 years of age, which was about this abject uh, desire to go after life in whatever way that I could to stake my claim that said I was real, that I was going to be successful, that I was going to do something with my life. But it was always out of the ordinary. It wasn't like I was going to go and get a nine to five. And Wait, you're stay. saying that you, you took the waste management job? No, I started a company in waste management. So you started the company because I was trying to prove to my self-employed uh, family mm. that I was like them. And, and you were going to just crush it. Yeah. And the truth is I was working 14 hours a day, seven days a week, and I was coming home at night and working on my screenplay. Mm. And the point is, is to say that, you know, um, I write because I have to write. I love it, but I have to. And I've tried in many different ways to outrun it. I went into advertising, I went into waste management, I went into self-employment, I went into employment. I tried various ways to feather my nest so that one day out in the great blue yonder I could write with security because I didn't want to starve for my art. And I found out that like, if you try and go that route, it will eat you alive. And you, if you are an artist of any kind or a creative of any kind, lean into that. So and and because it's the quickest route to abundance, joy, peace of any kind, um, and that the the attempt to deny that in yourself will only lead to failure and misery. In my my experience, because everything that I tried in every other route, advertising and every other job I had under the sun, failed. I mean, I was in active addiction as well, which is probably why. But you know, everything I did turned to shit because life was like. We told you you're a writer. What are you doing? Mm. Do you not find that like you, you love what you do creatively, but you do it because if you don't, something inside of you suffers? Tim. Yeah, absolutely. Can you tell yeah. Tim to keep it down? I can like hear him on the mic. Yeah, that's why I'm like so grateful to like have this job. Like I don't have really anywhere else to go. Like where would I go that's like better than this? Like yeah, I'd be <laughs> fucked leaving anywhere else. Yeah. And like cuz I like tried working at my parents' company and I tried editing at a trailer house that like edited Marvel movies and it was like my dream, but I couldn't do it. It was miserable. Hmm. So I'm grateful. I'm like, there's a place where I could be creative. Get but, paid. Yeah. But also I want to encourage him and like CJ and everyone here to also do like their own thing. Like they get to be creative here and I want them to have creative control and freedom and stuff. But like, like who knows? I think there's room to chip away at like something else too. Like your 
3D designs and stuff yeah. like that. Like, I don't know. Maybe he wants to start producing music a little bit on the side one day. I, I just for any creative, I think that they do need to have that kind of freedom and, and and it is really nice that we're able to pay and I'm stoked to have him too. I feel like I, I feel like I want to give these guys enough creative freedom so that they'll actually want to stay. Cause I know that's what fills me up is like you're like you design that shirt. Mm-hmm. Like I almost just want to make it just to see, just so you can like see what that is like. Right. Cause it's like your thing. Yeah. And like he actually already did that with Billy. I made a burn ass hat for this fool. You see that blue and white one? No. That's his hat. All learning to lose. Yeah, but it's actually not. It's dope for him. It kind of, yeah, it does work for and, him. And for like Lovey. And like I feel like somebody came the other day and they were like, this is like your hat for you, for yeah. this type of dude. You know what I mean? Yeah. And that's the cool thing about learning to lose is it, there could be something for everyone, for the for the chicks and for the skaters and for the young kids and then like for like, you know, Billy type, Billy type, lovey Billy types. Um, I love how lovey and Billy are in a box together. <laughs> two men who couldn't be less alike. <laughs> no, but I feel like their style, you kind of yeah. see how they have they like, both rock that hat. That yeah. They, they both have like a very, like kind of a plain style about mm-hmm. them. Yeah. Right? There's only three people who like that hat. Me. What's your boy's name? He's in Montana. He wants to be a rancher. Oh, Troy. Troy. Yeah. Lovey. It's yeah. a Troy hat. <laughs> totally. Which is, Norm but the thing core. about Billy that's dope is he, it might seem like it's a very basic, simple type of hat, but he probably put more creative input into that hat than like probably any piece of merch that we've ever made. Except for maybe like the, uh, I helped with your shirt too. Remember we came up with that idea. Yeah, we're, we're together. not, we're not anonymous one. Yeah. That, that one has more than, than the hat, but that hat is like, it's plain, but it has a lot going on. You talking about the, we're not anonymous one. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then you got scared and you're like, I don't know if we should even make this. I'm still scared. That's when you know you're on something. <laughs> actually, <laughs> dude, that's true. Yeah. Uh, somebody actually, oh man, I don't know if I'm even going to be able to find this, but somebody, did a post like they posted about receiving their merch. I don't know why I didn't do edit. I'm never going to be able to find it now. While you look for it, I want to talk about something to do with the meeting, which is about what we're talking about, which is that the meeting was, was, was we were reading from the sermon on the Mount and the line we got stuck on for the entire meeting was resist, not evil. Um, and, uh, I was listening to a, to a radio program years ago, uh, long before I got sober uh, an interview with Anthony Hopkins and he was talking about how he had tried to be uh, what everybody wanted in an actor for a long time and it had found, left him wanting. And then he said this, these words that changed the course of my entire existence professionally uh, and personally when he said, ignore your dark side at your peril. Um, because I had tried to, you know, I was, I was at that point, I was writing romantic comedies that were not romantic or funny, um, because I thought that that was what would sell. And I started leaning into the darkest sides of myself and finding out that that was the most commercial thing about me. Mm. Um, and that, you know, when I would come up with an idea that I would think it's too dark, no one's going to fucking touch that. 
those are the things that get me more meetings. <clears> yeah. Me, you know, much more traction than the thing I think everyone is going to like or want. Whenever I write something I think it's going to sell, no one reads it. It doesn't get further than my reps. When I when I write the the tracks weren't on R. Now if you hit record again, it should be fine. Yeah, no. But you were said. Do you know where you were? You were saying whenever you write something that's. Yeah, we're recording now. Yeah. Okay, so whenever I write what I think people want to want to read or is going to sell or has commercial value, it never goes past my reps. But when I write the thing, I'm actually tripping on the same moment because. Like I consult writers and whenever I meet them the first time that we have this initial consult where they bring me all the current ideas that they have for a screenplay. And the question is always, which one should I write of all these? And I don't even need to look at them. The answer is always none of them, because if it was any of these ideas, you would know. Because the answer to what you should write is the thing you can't not write. He just, I'm just so glad. It's the thing that you, like. We met this guy. When I. Yeah. He's so, perf- everything you say but when is I, right on. Like the last screenplay I, the last TV show I created um, was an intensely dark idea. But the way that the pilot ended stood me up out of bed at 2.30 in the morning. I was like staring at my sleeping wife and I was like, oh my fucking God, I have to fucking write this. And it was nothing to do with like, you know, it was the most unsellable. In the face of the Me Too movement, it was about male sexuality and exploration of that. But I came up with this like three-line ending to the to the end of the pilot and literally I felt like every nerve ending in my being was on fire and it's like, that's when you know. What was the three lines? Well, I'd have to... I'd have to Give us context, I know. Give you full context. Like, I mean, well, I, can, I can give you a short pitch of the pilot story. Yeah, well, well I so, just wonder what the three lines were. They won't make any sense if... But what were they? Where the fuck were you? Where the fuck were you? So, you know five words. interesting about that? Because I can relate. Like, you'll write something, and it'll just electrify you. It's weird. Like, well, what's that about? It's when it that to me says the universe. That's the, what universe's way of saying you're onto something. Keep going down this path, because the things that light you up light your readers up. Laborious to write is laborious to read. Fun to write is fun to read. If you've struggled through something because you thought it was commercial, that I can tell that when I'm reading it, it's painful to read because mm. you have no connection to the story you're telling. When the, someone's stuck in a story, the when they new get Star Wars, up, sorry. Yeah, that's right. But <laughs> yeah. when, whenever someone's stuck on a creative project, it's because they've forgotten to have fun with the story they're telling, whether it's a song or a feature or everything in between. It's like, just have fun with it. Yeah. And when, when the reason you get jammed up is because you've gone from having fun with the story you're telling to trying to pander to an audience that so doesn't yet exist. We need to find, I feel like we need to find that like here yeah. in this environment, like you guys down here, like trying to make a show about like with a bunch of like alcoholics up there. That we don't that you don't really need to know, but and then there's like me and Mikey, like and Greg, and there's a lot of really fun shit happening throughout the day here, yeah. especially like with Greg and like Danielle and her thing with like Danielle has like a thing with like everyone. She's like, <laughs> she does. Dude, there's a lot. There's a lot <laughs> happening here that's like very fun and like very contentable. 
yeah. we have to really start like noticing those things right. and like and like creating these characters mm-hmm. and like i'm not saying you're the sad boy guy but you kind of are like the sad boy guy trying to get out of the sad boy guy <laughs> yeah. you're trying to not be that anymore and like learning to lose the message and this kind of therapeutic community is super conducive to everything you're going through and it's all it, it's all there's a way for us to really lean into everything that's just right in front of us it's not like we have to look right, but exactly. far or try but, even right, yeah, but we like, just have to figure out what it is and capture it yeah but there is something definitely to like the feedback from the universe like when i was making that social network trailer like when yeah. i had the idea for that I was like in my car, just driving, and I just like I kept replaying the song in my car, like maybe six or seven or eight times, because I had this idea to make a trait like that trailer you've seen, like, Mm -hmm. and I like had to do it, and I didn't know what it was gonna be, I didn't know what the fuck we were gonna do with it. If I even asked you what was this for, I was like, I don't know. Yeah, but I just like have to make it, and that's like the dopest shit. Usually, I I can relate. Like last night, I had to get up at three in the fucking morning to write something. To write what? Oh, because you just had a thing. I just had to get bro, up. Bro, what, what, where, what did you write? Uh, it's written down. I know, but bro, this is like, <laughs> this is the place. This is, You literally have a forum. I to was going to bring it, but I haven't been home. I, I, I have a plant freezing I, in the van right now Billy, that cost me $450. I'm just saying, like, you talk about writing. You talk about this stuff, right? You need to bring some shit. And we'll uh, touch on it. I'm not. We're not going to spend well, an hour reading all your shit, but like. Yeah, but here's the thing. Uh, it's like I don't really think anyone has an interest in hearing bullshit. me read something. Absolute I wrote. bullshit. Well, I do. Yeah, I, so, I actually want to hear it too. And, and that's yeah. enough. It's not even. And, and how long is it? It's like a page. Yeah. Or less. Yeah. So yeah, so we'll read it and we'll talk about it. Okay. I mean, what a great. You have a Actually, pod- I wanted to, but I just hadn't been home to get it. I mean, it's just, could you imagine having like a podcast where you could like actually read that? I can't imagine it because it exists. It's cool. <laughs> That's pretty cool. I did it on TikTok too. And some people commented and they're like, I think you found your calling. Right on. And I was Whoa. Like, yeah. And your response to that was, I don't think anyone else on the planet <laughs> wants to hear it. I think that's just one nut that commented on there or whatever. Yeah. But, but if your, someone your knee jerk is to write them off and assume that other people won't feel that way. I just don't feel like normal people are going to want to hear it. Uh, well, who's normal? Who the fuck pe- is normal? Yeah. I don't. Know. You're not writing for them. Mm-hmm. There's only three like of them. Like you said, it's no this audience in your head yeah. that doesn't even exist, right? What is that quote? I uh, make art to uh, disturb the comfortable and comfort the disturbed. Mm. It comforts the disturbed. Shit. Yeah. There you go. Well, my, everyone's disturbed. No, so no it'll be comforting. The dopest people are. <laughs> yeah, but honestly, I've, I've, you know, I don't, this idea of like, no, you know, we're we're addicts and everyone else is a normie. I've never met a single normie. I know. There's, I've said this before, but you're either addressing the human condition or you're trying to outrun it. Those are the only two kinds of people. Yeah, that's kind of what I wrote about, actually. There you go. Yeah. So it's perfect for this podcast. Yeah. You yeah. should bring it. <laughs> I'll bring it next time. Okay. What's up, bro? Um, coming. All right, cool. So check it out. So yeah, so he... We are not anonymous anymore. Like, he, he like said it. You, you know what I'm saying? Like, and not only did I get that, I got a hat, a pair of socks, and this t-shirt. 
so like, and I'm like, hmm. oh, like it kind of scared me a little bit. I'm like, we're not enough. Like it's some guy like saying it. I'm like, ooh, like what? It, what does that mean? Like I'm just picturing what people are. Mark Marin just said it on his latest podcast. He oh, said, what? I'm not anonymous. Whoa. Oh, really? That's because dope. everyone's breaking out. It's like, how can you talk about it? Yeah. And uh, this kind of venue, unless you're not anonymous and you want to talk about it because it addresses the human condition. Is that what you call it? Yeah. Yeah, man. I feel it. I, I feel it every day for, uh, for what we're about, like what we're doing here. You know, I, I feel like it's really just it's dope. We're well, I, I mean, I think the, the thing I was going to say about this thing that we, we're sur- you, you're in an environment surrounded by constant content is to. You, the perfect phrase that you used is to capture the content as opposed to either chasing or attempting to create it. Yeah, that's the problem is I've been leaning into what I think is going to work. Right, rather than just get, capturing it. Yeah, rather than just doing what I believe. Like, dude, Gary Vee talks about like just doing – like like Gary Vee says that you should basically just do – spend like four years making content but never look at how it does <laughs> which is impossible but i love that i almost want to just give it up to like someone like that's why i kind of sometimes like it when you guys can just like post for me yeah because you're not as emotionally attached to what people say about me yeah and also the results because it's already like a good little platform any way you slice it it's mm-hmm. cool it's a nice little following every video has the potential to like go viral if it's a good enough video that resonates with enough people every video has what's the, the potential to get seen by one person who's going to yeah say, but hey, that's not sober. that's not enough for me what's the that point is ultimately I know but I'm going to stop pretending it. like that's enough for me okay. what's the maybe point, it yeah. should be but it's just not yeah, I'm not. I'm not going to be okay with just one view. Sorry, not one view. I'm not saying one view. I'm no, saying like no, the millions actually, of views. Yeah, no, and, and it's but but here's the thing: is it it has already undeniably changed the lives of more than a handful of people. Yeah, and that's well, cool. But I'm I'm trying to like have like a culture. So keep I'm going. trying to make a cultural impact, like in a, in a big way. And so that's just going. what I want to do. What's the point of writing content for four years and not looking at the comments? No, it's not even just the comments. It's like not looking at any of the results. Like which video does better. Uh Uh-huh, but what's the point? The point is is that you're just going to keep making the best content. You both talked at the same time. I have no idea what either one of you said. The point is is that you're just going to make the best content that you can make like for, for you. Like what what do you think is the best? Oh, so not being influenced. Bro, I'm like filming Rudy... And asking Rudy questions about Veronica and like I'm, I don't even care. Like Rudy's in the closet with Veronica and I walk in there f- and film them in the closet just because I know it's going to like get a reaction and do well. Right. I know that that video is going to get like 50,000 more views okay. than me just talking about something that like is actually going to really help some people. I understand. But what you really want to do is just talk about something that really helps people or – I, I mean, the point here is being influenced in your creativity, I thought. but You mean it, inspired? Well, no, you guys are just saying all this stuff about not... Chasing the results. Not chasing the results or trying to write or produce or make for an audience 
that you think is going to like it. You're just doing it for yourself. Well, the, the point we're making is that if you don't look at the results, you can't chase them. Does oh. that make sense? Yeah. So that's why he said that. That's why Gary Vee oh, said okay. just Thanks. make. That's all I was asking. Yeah, he said just make content for for a while and don't even look at it. Dude, I feel like kids, Gen Z, dude, kids like you're you're like a fucking anomaly, honestly, bro. Because I feel like a lot of kid, most kids that you grew up in your generation are even more self conscious than than we are. Yeah, they're like oh, yeah. terrified of looking. The raw, they're like deleting posts. Yeah, deleting yeah, posts. You deleted your whole feed. Yeah, I don't know how you overcame and, that. And they're looking up to these. People. I saw this TikTok that was like Gen Z be like, and this guy was like, I just, I just don't want to be perceived anymore. And I'm like, I'm, I like, I'm, I'm tired of being perceived. I was right. like, I kind of get that. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. It means it's a, it has a different meaning, and like it carries a different kind of weight for people who grew up only in that. But it's also an interesting thing about what he sounds like he's saying to me is I want to be seen instead of being perceived. Like, instead of everyone choosing to decide about me what they think based on what they think they see, I want people to actually look and actually see. Yeah, I hear that. I don't know if that's what you were saying, but I, I agree. I don't know if that's what he was feeling. I don't know, like, how deep they, like, think into it. Right. You know? Like... They they just kind of don't like even look at like their TikToks like they post like six TikToks and that's it like they don't keep trying they don't keep posting and their mm. their Instagram has like they deleted all their posts so they have like only ten of their coolest posts uh, who, that's who, it who's they well, a lot of my Gen Z friends like that's how they are whoa yeah. do you agree with the, the I, I, I wonder if I should do that just to clear out some of the bullshit so that like the the co- the posts that have meaning and that they're actually yeah. really good and impactful. I've thought about that too on your stuff, but I don't know. That's a different conversation. Yeah. But who knows? Because different people like different stuff. So some might jive with that, you know, cause it's just, there's so much, Oh, it's but, but you know what? No, I don't want to do that because I think that, that it's not even so much about what I'm saying. It's about like how I'm saying it and how I, how, how I act and how I talk and my character will become known over time. And you're either attracted to like my energy or you're not. Yeah. And I also feel like your, your content is like a little like too high level for like a lot of the Gen Z people. Like they're not thinking about, they don't even know what humility means. You know what though? I, okay. That's, I get what you're saying, but dude, this girl today was probably a lot younger than you. And she's like a fan. Did I tell you about this? Uh, yeah. She's just some girl at the juice bar. And I went to this juice place. I got a juice and she, after I ordered my juice, she was like, are you Pat Ridge? And I was, it was cool. It was like, right. And I even, I said straight up, I'm like, I'm like, thanks so much. I'm feeling really insecure about my content right now. Like, I just told her that. Yeah. You know, because I was. And, and and she's super young. Yeah. But she relates to, like, me and Veronica. And just yeah. how she notices an authenticity in our react, in our um, interactions. Right. So even if you don't, they don't know what I'm saying, there's an authenticity about how I'm saying it. Right. I think there's an authenticity about how all of us are acting on social media it's like yeah. these it's like these animated movies they make now that that make the adults laugh and enter, entertain the little kids at the same time 
like there's different levels. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Also, exactly. There was a and like you have pink hair. Like we all have different. I like look a certain way. So even if they don't know what I'm saying, yeah, yeah, yeah. they like feel it. Yeah, dude. Sure. I want to almost start like just not even trying to make content. Yeah. Like I almost want to just like I'm gonna just do it real quick. Like, what if we just started making, like, what if we just started posting videos that were just, like, totally, like, normal interactions? Yeah. And it wasn't, like, some plan or some message or anything special. I would love that because it seems authentic. I I do that on my TikTok. People enjoy it for sure. It's like a slice of life. Like, it's, like, funny because they, like, on your page, you're, like, serious and you're, like, you're in a life crisis, like, every day. And on mine... (laughs) On mine, you're just like laughing all the time, right? Because I only film when we were just fucking around, right? You know, I forget. One of, my, one of my favorite quotes is that there's nothing so commonplace as the need to appear exceptional. Mm. And so, the greatest way to stand out right now is to, as you say, make posts that are truly authentic and not attempting to be a message. It's or, funny because my whole yeah. thing is like authenticity, real. But then I start leaning into like drama, but, but, but doing it in like a real way, not trying to, but I'm just like, I'm highlighting I- I- intense moments when mm-hmm. I could just be doing normal talking. Yeah. It reminds me of that part from the joke, that movie Batman with the Joker. And he's like, why so serious or whatever that one line. Like, right. I don't know why. I want to it's ask you about Gen Z's re- after. Me? No, no I want to ask I, him. Go ahead. No, you go. I, no, because Pat's walking away and I no, wanted no, no. to ask oh, him something. you wanted something. to ask me? Yeah, I just need to pee real quick. No, it's fine because I can't actually. There was a post yesterday that, or may, I saw it this morning, but I think it was from Sunday morning. You and Veronica were having breakfast together. Uh-huh. And she po- she pointed out something about one of your posts. And your only reaction was to say, Wow, so people really are watching. Like someone had made a comment, huh. something had been said, and your only response to it was, wow, people really do watch my oh, stuff. Oh, was it the lady with the stop sign that got fired? Is that the video? Yes. Oh, dude, that girl got fired. I know, yeah. but your reaction, it was so it was so interesting because you were like, I can't believe she got fired. I feel really bad. And then you were like, but people really are watching my shit. <laughs> I was like, right. And that was the underneath, the truth about... Your reaction was like, yeah, but people are watching. <laughs> oh, yeah. Well, for sure. It's, um, well, because that's the, the tr- I love that it's like, that's the goal, right? The truth, yeah. It's right? so, I'm so honest. Like, right. and even if it looks a certain way, I don't really care because, like, that's the goal for everyone. If you're, if you're on social media and you're trying to create something, no one's Wait putting everything out for three likes. Right. So, so you, you got somebody fired, Pat? Besides your so, wife, so you know that crossing guard, that really mean crossing guard at at, at um no. at Willow. But okay, I just filmed her, and I I gotta be honest with you, man. Like she's oh I know who you're talking bitch, about, dude. She's a little over over the top. So I, I filmed something she did, and it and, and apparently she got fired over. It. Holy shit! Which is two birds with one stone. She sounds like she was fucking horrible, and you get to find out the power she of your own social media. Assholes, what? You get to find out the power of your own social media account. So it's like two for one. Does yeah. she know that she got fired from that? No, but I was also, but Sam, don't, don't. I also was like upset that she got fired though. No, I understand. What's up, bro? What's up? I'm just seeing what y'all are. How you doing? Dude, today's a long day. That kid is a, that kid is a lot. Bro. Who? The kid we just took. We just, we oh, just got you just got back. We just got, we went to like the Bible study. We took him to it. 
And then we found him, like, we were calling him a hundred places, and we finally got him into a place. Wait, you took him to a... Bible study with, like, me and Danielle, that Jonathan D's Bible study. Uh-huh, and he was just, like, his energy was just off. That kid's... That kid's just been abused his whole life. So then you found a place. What place did you find? Some sober living. They sent, like, an Uber to pick him up. Why didn't he come here? He did come here, and, like, he, like, threatened Pat. So wait, so he went to another server living where he's obviously not, it's not going to work out there either, I'm sure. No, he has like insane trust issues. And like, you know, he just, is, he just, just lashes out at anyone and everything. So yeah. it's pretty sad actually. You know, he's telling the story, his mom and dad have just abused him his whole life. So Physically, you mean, or mentally? Yeah, physically, or? mentally. There's just no way it would have ever worked with him here. No, he, he would have been a... He just wouldn't work with our structure and like yeah. having to hold people accountable. He would have been like lashing out. So we had this guy come by earlier that was just a nightmare of a person. I, I just, I really can't even explain. Hmm. Like, what if we just started posting? Can I uh, ask a few questions uh, to sad boy? Just sorry. I yeah, no, nah, it's all good. But you know what? That, that really <laughs> sticks because you do. Even at home and stuff, you seem sad. <laughs> I just Billy's want to say for the record that I don't actually see you that way. You guys live together? Yeah, he yeah. lives with me, so he knows. You live with him? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. That I did not. It just seems kind of sad. You didn't used to seem that way. I remember when I first met you and you had your long hair and you were always kind of smiling and upbeat. Yeah. And now you're like kind of sad. The fact that you two live together is tripping me out. I want to talk about... <laughs> I want to talk about Content creation. I know. I oh, there's nothing to, happening. I know. But I need to. No, make, just I the fact. Content with like a, a camera on the wall, I'd watch that 24 <laughs> seven. We actually get along pretty well. Yeah, I'm it's sure. Fine. You should have done it when people? me and Rudy were living. Yeah, there. that, that would have been, been good content. Yeah. Oh yeah. I'm sure, that was more volatile. Yeah. Yeah. Just high tension. Yeah. Yeah. God um, bless you, Rudy. We. I. I. I nothing against Rudy, but. You know, no, I'm not talking about Rudy at all. I'm talking about newly sober alcoholics. It's just, a, you know, it's a kettle of fish. Right. Have you read The War of Art? Sorry, no, you my sponsor's about, going through that oh with a group. God. It's very, like, and anyone have, listening and you specifically should read it. What's it called? Immediately, if not sooner. The it's like War the opposite of, of the art of war. Yeah, it's about the resistance that sits between us and doing the thing that well, we should as our lives. the art of war. There. I don't know which one he's I'm going to give you a quote from the book that okay. I think you need to hear. I found it when you were talking about your writing and whether or not anyone, even though the people that have heard it like it, no one else will. And the, the quote is, if you find yourself asking, am I really a writer? Am I really an artist? The chances are you are. The counterfeit innovator is wildly self-confident. The real one is scared to death. Hmm. Whoa. You dude. think that's true? 100%. That's so true, dude. It's 100%. so true. We'll never meet the world's greatest artist because he's like too insecure to release anything. Mm. And when I was doing the least writing, I was talking about it nonstop. The way I went about my writing career in my 20s was to go to bars and tell women at the bar about all the writing I was doing so I could see in their eyes that it sounded like a good idea. And when they said, oh, my God, that sounds amazing, I would take the fuel from that fire in their voice and I would think, it does sound amazing, and on Monday I'm going to fucking do it. Mm. And I did that for 12 years because I was terrified of, like, what if I actually commit and I can't? So, yeah, read that book. Wow. Immediately, if not sooner. That book, cha- like, again, life-changing. Does it have um, task 
for you to do? No, it has. Uh, I mean, not necessarily. But what it does is it, it, the first. It's in three sections, and the first section in masterful detail, in two-page chapters of which there are maybe a hundred of them, calls out every way in which we allow resistance to show up in our lives and get in the way of our just getting started. Okay, in the relationships that we build and the relationship we have with ourselves. Fuck yeah, bro! This shit's starting to kick in right now, dog. The tea, you mean? Oh yeah, of course it's got to be the war of art because the art of war is about war, right? Oh, the war. I've I've finished it. I mean, it's a short book. You got to do it. Yeah, you read it in a day. I told Veronica, Pat's wife, to uh, read it as well because it's like if you're if you're thinking about like getting your your rhythm down, which I had to do. I'm like books. I always felt left out my whole life. People grew up. I grew up with. Oh, did you read this book? This I was like always left out. And then I finally realized the magic of audiobooks. Right. And now I'm in the game. Like mm-hmm. I last year I just fucking crushed a bunch of books, but you also have to figure out even with an audiobook what's your rhythm? Where do you do it? Because yeah. there's not only so many hours in a day. Uh, if you're commuting, a lot of people f- crush crush them on long drives. Pat, if you're uh, Can we get the uh, War of Art on the audiobooks? I already have it. Yeah. Oh really? Okay. Yeah, I, already I, have it. I thought I it was Martin Scorsese's wife's book. Uh, Stephen Pressfield is the author. Oh, great. So it's, a, it's, a, it's a guy, so that definitely counts that out. But, so I found my rhythm became this, like, somehow I turned this corner recently where I became a morning person. Not super early, but, like, for me, 7.38 is, like, crazy early. Earlier than I ever thought I'd be getting up in my own will. And my whole thing was I get up, pop headphones in, then go down and, like, take my vitamins, brush my teeth. I'd already be... 20 minutes into an audiobook, just getting down to the gym or what, you know, where I like to work out. And I'd listen to the audiobooks while sort of working out. So it gave me this like double motivation to like work out because starting working out is fun, but that middle 80% is like not very enjoyable. But mm-hmm. now I'm also being entertained. It's like, so that's my rhythm. This is a long answer of saying. All right, all right. So look, is you, how long have you had that tattoo on your neck? Not long. Oh, so okay. hold up. Are you, um, I'm proud of you for just walking in to in the middle and just letting it ride. Yeah. That's how we roll here. It's not even that serious. I just remember one time we had you on and like we started like and he was in the kitchen and he was like, you got all mad that we started without you. <laughs> you remember that? Kind, yeah. And then kind you were of. like, I'm not even going to do it. I was like, dude, this is not <laughs> even that serious. Like you should come on. Like and I'm excited. We'll probably have Tim on more now. Because he's, well, not just because he's sober, but like you've been sober for, I mean, it's not, not like the yeah. longest you've, it's not like he has a problem getting sober, but like yeah. this time he's really, I don't know. I'm excited. Well, I, I, I haven't even smoked weed or anything in nine days. So even on times of like, I, yeah, I don't drink often for a week, sometimes two weeks, yeah. but, um, but there's always some. I mean, it's usually. I'm not. so beside myself seeing Tim like here talking this way because See? I didn't. And I, mean, I don't know you that well, but I never envisioned you if somebody wanted to get sober, ever. Mm-hmm. Do you want to get sober? Yeah. Why? Level of sobriety still little TBD, but I'm diving in right right now. It's like TBD? right now I want to to be determined. <laughs> oh, just like because there's certain you know. I mean, what, what do you mean? There's levels of sobriety. I, for me, there. I mean, you mean p- the degree potential. of abstinence? No. Yeah, well, yeah. Like, I, I mean, I guess like, you know, like weed, for example, has only been 
what I have seen a positive in my life. Mm-hmm. So like whether that's a part of, I, I would consider not drinking and like hard drugs and potentially smoking weed. I would consider that at least how I feel kind of now so, sober for me or like, you know, but I'm right now I'm not trying to like get to that point. I'm just trying to go like right now. I just want to clear all things for a good amount of time and then kind of recircle. Do I still feel like that in three months? We'll see. I don't know. I can't really say for sure. Like right now I'd say like I would self-diagnose that uh, weed is a good thing for me. I don't know. I don't know for sure. I mean, I, I really, would I really love to be, I I would really love to think that I could like responsibly drink at some point. I don't know that that's possible. I'm not saying it or I, I don't know. That's impossible right now. I just need to like kind of just clear everything. And just focus on that for. But is the impetus for because you were approached, or were you already feeling? I was already feeling. I was approached, but like I could feel I was gonna get approached, and I. But I was also like, uh, I could feel that I wasn't. I wasn't finding the ground that I wanted to be on, like just keeping things the way they were. That's the same reason I got sober, and I think the key is to stay out of the. You know where you're at right now is perfect, which is to say. I have no idea. I'm just here to find out. Yeah. The moment anyone yeah, thinks they've decided or they know. Yeah, it doesn't like, work that way. And like, yeah. I have to do that too right. as it relates to him. Because this has been really tricky for me because I'm like, oh shit, like there's so many different levels of like what I'm going through. And I think this would be such a great clip to put on the feed. Because a part of me is like dope. Like I get to have my friend, but like we get to have a certain level of closeness that's been missing from our friendship. Mm. And that, I mean, for me, this is like, I don't want to say this is my everything, but like I definitely can connect to people who share this common. And it's not even about like being sober so much because I connect this way with Jason and Victoria too. Yeah. Like I connect this way with DDA. Yeah. I connect this way with everyone in my life who's like looking to really just have a self-examined life, right? And that requires really – I don't know why it has to have so much to do with looking at the negative stuff or the flaws or where the pain is. But that's really what a self-examined life is. It's like noticing where I need to improve – not just as it relates to physical stuff and health, but like emotional intelligence. So I'm excited for Tim to be on this journey with me. But also the drinking and using has affected me in like a negative way. And I've built up so- somewhat of this like subconscious resentment because I'll bring it up and he'll convince I me. subconscious. I mean, you, you can guarantee no, but- that Tim every two or three months is going to do some fucked up shit. But he convinces uh, himself alcohol. that it's chill, and then I get convinced it's chill, and it's just a part of – because I'm like a crazy punk rock wild dude, so I don't really fault you for being that. So that's really all it gets written off as for him and for right. me. It's like, oh, he's just a little crazy, and that's cool because as long as – because the crazy people are the ones who do like dope shit also and get a bunch of shit done. So I've been trying to – I guess I've been suppressing that resentment or like kind of brushing it under the rug for a long time and not really, and being afraid to confront him with like my real feelings. So there's just so, so there's, there's also a part of me that's like hoping 
that he like but it's also like what are you gonna do you can confront it if i'm not trying to ch- like there's right. so much that i'm that i've accomplished even in my life while drinking and even somewhat of like motivation like well, what I how many trips that-, that i've gone on willing to the amount of stuff i'm willing to take on because i'm like I can find it fun to go to fucking Boston to go do some bullshit shoot and then go to New York to do something because I know I can have some fun in between and like I'm like excited to go. There's a sort of a motivation there. And Meaning then that you can party in between. But it's also like, yeah, what, like if you confront me, what I'm not What the healthy going. version of me would do and maybe should have done is set boundaries. Like I don't want to be around you when you're like this, which I feel like I have communicated that I enjoy you not blacked out more than yeah. I enjoy you blacked out. Yeah. I think, I, I think everybody does, but, but, but yeah. So like, but like even taking that a step further, those are kind of like healthy boundaries for someone like me to have, but yeah, yeah but you, if you, you also can't come dictate and control issues, that. And you have like that whole thing of like, yeah. but I don't that's want to go where I fuck myself yeah. and that's not on Tim, yeah. but that's like that's put shit. a lot of strain on our relationship. And then you add my wife into the mix who's like super like kind of like a lot like Tim in a way and also kind of an enabler and like loves Tim and like kind of like lets him get away with a lot of stuff. And I'm seeing a different side of Tim, which is like, hmm, maybe there's something he needs to look at here. So it's caused strain. It's caused a lot of arguments with me and her. Yeah. And she ends up defending him when I'm frustrated with his behavior. She's like, it's got more to do with you, which it does have a lot to do with me. But I don't know. You could see where this could be tricky. Yeah, I was just thinking that like I have a, a, a style as a sponsor that has been uh, honed over time and a, a bunch of mistakes. But basically it's take my direction or go. Because I've got no time for anything else. And it's win-win because either you take the direction and start to change or you go. I am the worst sponsor in the world for the sponsees who I like because I don't want them to go. So I stop holding that boundary and I'm Mm. like, yeah, I get it. Just take your time. Well, that's going to be my struggle here in the house is because I've already developed a relationship with some of the people here and... I don't want them to go and I'm like, uh, it's hard. It's hard to not be emotionally connected to like whether or not Carter stays or goes. Right. But it could also prevent me from doing what I'm, what I should do for everyone else in the house. And then Rudy, it's like, it's, but I'm, that's why I have people like Woody and Jordan and Mikey and we're all trying to do it together, you know? And then even Michaela, like Michaela's, Michaelis is a motherfucker, dude. Like you should see him on Thursday groups, bro. He'll be like, he'll be like, kind of putting the spotlight on me sometimes, right? And like my shit, and that's that doesn't it. fly at like Liberty House with Larry, but like here it can fly because I'm just another alcoholic. Well, because also you are as responsible for the dynamic in the house as every one of the clients. Yeah, but to pretend like I got it all figured out and I don't make mistakes is like would be dishonest. And I'm willing to look at the mistakes I'm making. And I also want to look at if I'm like giving someone special treatment because they're my friend. Does Larry Liberty House claim to walk on water? I mean, pretty much. (laughs) I mean, he just like, look, if you're running and owning a sober living, like – I understand not wanting to expose your – like you should never be on the chopping block because it doesn't look right. right. 
Depending on the depending on what you're trying to do and, you're and doing the style you're running, yeah. I'm doing it a different way. Yeah, I'm like doing no, it. I think that's better because. But you could understand you why can earn respect yeah. that way because you're not you're not above anyone else. But but you could understand why someone would want yes. to take yeah. the other approach. Yes, and it's probably the more likely one that's taken. Like for example, would Aaron ever? Nobody's ever what? pointing out Aaron's flaws in his company it's it's weird i think you know well, I, I think in this situation it makes more sense to be transparent because you're trying to get that out of people mm-hmm. and like and and yeah but talk they about can also flaws. like use it against you you know yeah. i mean like, like you did with us well with us mm-hmm. on all you didn't like have to write words when you did it. and the other side of our company i have to i don't have to but i do take the other other approach like we could be loading gear in and yes i could be a team player and like be helping them when they're like on the third trip of gear loading in, but like I need to also be looked at as like the executive exactly. or like I need to be looked at as the director because they're trusting <laughs> me and they're trusting that I'm on a certain level. And if they're seeing me breaking a sweat, like lugging, fucking pushing carts around, I mean, I'm I, seen in a different creative light. I mean, I disagree with that particular example, but well, that's I why I'm bringing it up. Saying. I mean, t- disagree i mean let me hear what you disagree i'm not well i just think that there's something admirable about like the leader or the boss or the director like doing helping in any way they can and being like willing to like break a oh, sweat no. but i'll still be the first one to go help them you know especially lately showing up early to load the van up with them being there as early oh, you're as you're saying them. you don't it's want- just like right in front of like oh, like okay. if i'm in front of an artist you're like, saying you don't if they're want gone. the client to see yeah. you loading gear. Oh, yeah. Yeah. If, if, yeah. if like, Well, there's the- also something to be said about that, too. Like, I took a lot of pride in, like, Lacey and the, and the, and the um, Comic-Con crew, like, not even knowing that it was my company. Yeah. Because I was acting with, like, a certain kind. And that's how my dad rocks it at, at Caneo, too. Yeah. Like, he wants to have that humility and be a worker amongst workers to everyone and then they find out that he's the boss and they go oh shit that's crazy he was just like I love that I had a boss the best boss I worked at Starbucks which is a huge company right this woman they send her into bad Starbucks and she fixes them you wouldn't know that she wasn't just a worker but he's like but he's talking about like being a director right yeah, no, no, it's I get. I, I, I understand. I understand. I, I actually I get don't. What you're saying. I think you don't. You don't have. I was kind of corrected myself because you don't need to have that approach, right? And who's to say if it's right or what not? you do need is confidence. Yeah. yeah, and you can help. You can break a sweat, but when it comes down to like yeah. making the game time decision creatively, like you need to be sure of yourself. Yeah, and they need to know that yeah. you're sure of yourself. Yeah. yeah, because you're you're making everything happen. Without you, there's shit's not happening. But like, I definitely, I, I I have seen like you like act a certain way on set that like I wouldn't want to act, and I think that that sometimes comes from insecurity. Sure. You know what I'm saying? I think the guy that's like super secure can have like a soft, like humble approach to everything they do. I'm not saying. Well, I always say please and thank you, even with Johnny. You know, please and thank you. Let's talk detail. Like what? Well, like when I came to the set and you were playing the music and and just just the way you were talking to like me and everyone was like, this is my set. Like I would never want to even use those words. Yeah, that that was I. I was wondering if that's what you were going for. And I was just, that was I mean, just one that really was specifically like, 
Like it really is. You think it's not, but it, um, it, for me, it means I see a big difference when I like have a music at a certain level. One, it does something to me, but also more so like I'm trying to get girls to like be like yeah. dancing and comfortable and like generally like you wouldn't want that. Like playing loud fucking Drake is not going to be what gets you going for sure. Mm-hmm. And like I don't like you might be able to get it out of people in a different way, but like that truly is something that works for me. And like I'm about to do something, and you're like turning the music off i'm like dude i want yeah. it on i'm just like dude That's, it's not and the then you like literally turn it completely off just because it sounds like a conflict of interest yeah. sort of i mean yeah that and was I, just like a me and him thing and yeah. i don't really have an example yeah. yeah maybe it's just your personality and it's just me perceiving that i just in I, like an off light yeah and maybe i didn't need to say it like that but in that particular case like you were you were it's not like you were there in the thick of it you're like you were visiting you're coming in and say what up and visit and like I had to just be like, dude, I want this music. This is my set. Like, we, we, we actually talked about this on a podcast. If you want to know, I wish we could like reference that podcast. Number 108. <laughs> no, but it was, I, it was, dude, no, we can. It was the podcast with Randy. I came back from that shoot. Yeah. to do a podcast with Randy and I was really fucked up. Yeah. I was like just so in yeah, my head. And I told Randy about why I was fucked up. And it was I talked about all the parts that were my part and my perception and my you know it all having to do with me and on the way home listening to his share really helped me like that's when I texted you. Yeah. On the way home, I texted you something nice. Yeah. When I really just was upset. But all I did was like say, I'm stoked. I just showed. Yeah. I did the odds. That's contrary action. Mm-hmm. So that's the podcast. Um, that's what we're talking about here. So if Kaya wants to get like super ill with it, she could hit him with that. And then like where I said it on the Randy podcast. I don't really know if it would make sense, but it might work, but it would take work to put it together and do edit or whatever you want to call it. But yeah. But yeah, so we're stoked. Um, Tim's doing the deal and, and, and the morning of the intervention, he actually said to me, I'm actually okay. I don't know. I mean, we haven't actually talked about Ooh, this. Since I got a good question too. He said, I'm okay with you filming it. So we haven't really talked about like how transparent you want to be about the whole thing. And it's caused me to kind of like uh, hold back a little or not like mm-hmm. put the phone right on you in the kitchen last night and be like, so how are you doing? You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So, but I, so I guess I just would like to kind of know like where I, you're at with all that. I, I feel like I'm not trying to like add this extra pressure because it's feeling good right now. Yeah. I feel like I kind of told you before, yeah. like we talked about it slightly which is like, let's give it 30 days. Yeah. Let's see how I'm doing, see where I'm at. Yeah. And then like, I just don't, it just puts this weird pressure on, not that it makes it more real. Cause right now it's, it is real. I'm no, but it's also an added layer of accountability. Yeah. It's which an, I think is good for people in their, in new sobriety. I'm just not trying to like talk about it with people. I'm talking about it enough with my friends and everything. And right. just like, uh, I'm just not trying to, can I ask you something? I don't know. Yeah. So that's the answers. I think I like, respect that. Let's let's just give it thirty, I and, respect then, that. and then let's have that conversation. But when it comes to like 
some TikTok. Like if it's like right well, on. That's kind of what I've been doing yeah. is keeping it like. If it's like slightly tucked, I'm not hiding it. Yeah, we're only clocking like a couple hundred thousand views. <laughs> no, but it's in a place yeah. that's not like I know. I know how to. Do it in a way to where it's only like uber uber fans who really know what I'm talking about. Like for example, this is per, this is per, like yeah, like who's gonna make it an hour into the podcast? And, and again, I'm not hiding it. I'm just not trying to like broadcast to the obvious. I think you know the difference. I do, and I've been yeah. respecting that, and and I also am excited just because I think that there are so many people. I mean, Woody shared about it tonight that are dealing with friends and they don't know how to navigate through that and not everyone is like that friend like that dude is not in the same situation you're in like everyone has different levels of this at different times and i think it requires a different approach Mm -hmm. like that dude like that they were talking about like probably needs to go to treatment what what do you look at this this is off topic i'm just listening yeah, well, it's no, like, I, I, I know what it's like to live with a roommate who was sober and then isn't. But what were you just going to say? You had a look in your eyes. Well, he had a, he had a, he had a question. He was excited I was going to ask him some questions. Hit him up. So you're known around here, or at least to me, as sort of like the, the player okay. when it comes to ladies. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right? You, you have the magic, whatever the magic is, and no one really can figure it out, but you've got it. Um, you think no alcohol is going to affect that? Uh, or have you? Yeah, for sure. It will just because it's gonna like cause me to not. I don't know. I think it will be good, bro. I don't think you realize how you get. If you can do it with like in that state, you can crush. I can't, dude. I'm I'm shocked when I'll like wake up with like a girl and whatever, and I'm like, I'll see videos the night before. I'm like, I'm like, dude, who are you that you went home with me? Like, you, I can't even believe Bro, that you, you already know the answer to that question because look how he walks into this meeting. He's not shy or timid, even sober. Yeah, and that's yeah. one thing I did want to kind of mention. But there is a weird I thing about get getting out there. Like, okay. You're on your phone a lot, which you're doing probably yeah. bridge stuff, which is yeah. cool. And I, I, I appreciate that and I respect that. But I just want to, I just want you to know that like when I was coming to meetings with nine days sober, I was like super respectful of the meeting. Right. Just something to think yeah, about. Yeah, I noticed yeah. that too. It was it. a little bit distracting. Yeah. But There's think- a level of like entitlement and ego that like comes off when like the fucking thing, when the, you know, when you're on your phone a lot and then like you're sharing a lot and then like the, um, the clubhouse thing comes on like full blast and it's not like a embarrassed. It's like fucking clubhouse. Like, I don't, and it's like funny and I love, well, you I was trying, it, but I actually, the, the time, only reason I said that is cause like that, that there's all of a sudden voices that looks like I'm scrolling Instagram when right. it just, it was a notification. I accidentally, I was trying to swipe it up, but I clicked the notification. So it just clubhouse. I mean, this doesn't matter. I don't know, but I want to tell you what, right. like, why I said it. I mean, I, there but is also, reason. I think you were late, so you didn't hear where we said to silence all your. I mean, that's another thing. thing. Yeah. It's like be early, don't be on your phone, listen more than you share. It, at least in the first thirty days, and I the, would. That's what I would. Thing suggest. is, if you're on the phone, it distracts the people next to you too. Yeah. So that's mm-hmm. a thing too. But all I mean, right. it's hard for me because I know he's getting shit done. Right. But like, I think that we can put just that little time aside. Mm-hmm. I mean, when I'm on my phone, I'm only 
looking at comments. And I'm, can you believe these motherfuckers? What as soon as I get on my phone, I read the com- pad on his phone again. Pad <laughs> really? on his phone again. But maybe you yeah, should. Yeah, and get I'm on like literally like reading their com. I'm trying to like contribute to the meeting. It's crazy. Yeah. Wow. That is crazy. I'll, I'll, I'll take it. Yeah. But uh, back to that thing, there is a weird step from hanging out with a lady and moving into the sex part without alcohol is kind of a in stark sober is a little bit i don't even know how it happens really anyway i'll be curious i mean i i it, it it'll affect in like just some way like i mean i think right now the thing is like i am starting i'm getting into the i i did you know fuck this year was a crazy year in like the the female department like just wild times and a lot of girls and so i'm like definitely trying to find more of like a long-term situation You're moving into the really? relationships like i'm just getting towards that towards mm. that space trying to find a quality situation i think that like yeah i would say uh, that that's probably a um, good idea and drugs and alcohol it's like even just the sheer fact you could be at a party if you like if you've got you got blow or something that you're automatically puts you in a place to like be in <laughs> be in one-on-one with a girl hmm or like the right. drinking like puts you into like oh you want to go get a shot you want to take you oh you need mm. a drink like it gives yeah. you there's more angles to work wow. i'll have less angles to work where you get like the sort of one-on-one time cool. and like and like like if you're drinking and wanting to be up all night a lot of like you know hooking up is different than finding somebody but like for just sheer hooking up with somebody and like one-offs is like a lot of it's an endurance game you like you you're like the last pe- last man standing, or like you make it towards the end. It's like hmm. you have a lot better odds, and I think I'll have less motivation as of right now to like be the last man standing per se. Uh, we'll see. I don't think I'm. So like you, he says, I think uh, you were saying when you watch the videos, does that mean you don't even remember? No, it's just, I don't know what I look like though. Oh, I like in my head, I'm feel like. A lot of times it's it's not blackout. I'm pretty coherent. I feel loose or whatever, but I really look back and like my eyes, my eyes are just like insane. Yeah, they're fucking. There's deer. I have, I have levels of it. They're all pretty insane. I got deer eyes. Yeah, but like then I got cross eyes. But like imagine got, like what's coming out of your mouth. No, like it's just. I know. It's, I don't understand like what you're saying. Well, then there's that level. I mean, there's levels to it. Yeah. You know? There's definitely uh So you have some some where so you, I, you, you know what I think the answer is I'll probably I'll lose a lot of angles but I'll gain a lot more. Yeah man yeah. like <clears throat> from what I've found is like <clears throat> first of all that type of girl is like like we don't like we should just be avoiding those type of girls, right? First of all, the girl that's like that the angle is the coke or the shot and if they if that's the type of girl, like just, I think being honest works almost better. Yeah. And you're going to attract the right type of girl. Well, so you mean like relationship material? No, but not even just that. Like oh. just being like, yo, like I-, I think you're super hot. Like I'm actually sober, but like, let's go hang out. Like, and that they'll like respect that. I feel like even more and you can still be fun. Yeah. Like he's not gonna lose that, right? Which is kind of exciting. I actually, it's weird. I have a, a level of like, 
I feel more confident. Like, right. Like, not drink Cause there's no like drinking. There's always some level of like some guilt or like you've, you know, you've, yeah, you always have some sort of like, there's something like you feel guilty, even if it's just cause you've slept in an hour longer than you wanted to, or yeah. there's always a little bit of like a, a thing. So, or like you're playing a game of like, how fucked up do we both need to get yeah. to hook up? Whereas if you're sober, you don't feel guilty. Cause you're just like, unless they're getting yeah. wasted. Hmm. Um, but like, I, I don't know. We'll see. Like you seem real stoked. So you feel like you're turning a new leaf. Like you're going to get, achieve goals and things that you haven't and stuff yeah. like that. I also think this is going to be good for us, dude. Like, cause, and me, I, I just want to always look at the bright side of it because I need to just be in this moment <clears throat> and like, I need to detach myself from whatever results, but like, I'm, Definitely. I'm scared. One of the things that was really fucking me up in the beginning was like, I'm, the one person in the whole community of people that has like the most to lose, you know? And, and I would have to be prepared to like have that boundary. And like, I honestly, like, I just don't want to have to like do that because that would just be fucking like, what do you, what, what, you what, gave I an ultimatum. You yeah. Mean? Because what? if you don't do the things we're asking you to do, like I have to be like, all right, well, I have to, this is the line in the sand I have to draw. I mean, that's what we're all saying. And I can't yeah. just be like a pushover. So I, they're all. Oh, right. If I was like committing to that, it's like, it'd be, it's kind of so, like, so that's fucked it's kind of like if I, if I can't accomplish a certain level of goals, it's like, I'm either going to rehab or I'm getting cut off. <laughs> yeah. So, and that's like, so it's lot. like, then either way it, there, you were losing me running our business for 30 days. Yeah. And, and that's like, like really fucked up or however long that is. Yeah. And it's like, I, um, it's Not a lot only that you're like a lifelong friend. You know? Yeah. So. And, and it's harder for me than it is for anyone else in that circle. Like Kellen's like, it wouldn't be that hard for him. I mean, it would suck for him and you know, but like for me, it would just be like such a, but like I need, what I'm saying right now is I should just be out of that. I don't need to be thinking about that. I don't need to be in those results. I just need to be in this moment. And I don't know what's going to happen in the future. And I can't like, I shouldn't yeah, yeah. be making plans. That's true. And there's a chance it could all work out positive, you know? So don't have to worry, right? What did he call? What did he say, Sam say? What did you say worrying was, Sam? <laughs> Trying to control things or something that aren't... Worrying feels like taking action when there's nothing to be done. Okay. This guy got He's a gem dropper. He said, (laughs) worrying feels like taking action when there's nothing to be done. Yeah. Like I've been writing down, like I wrote his quote down from last week because it was so legit. About destroying the thing because it's the way to be the part of it or something. No, let's see if I can find it. Yeah, Um, that was a good one. Like actually. um, Yeah. Thank you. Um, like today, my, my quote of the day was actually for tonight was actually Crump, Mr. Crump. Mm-hmm. He's just like, if you, uh, if you don't, if you don't let go of the thing, then you're going to get dragged. <laughs> I just uh, like that. Oh, like, that yeah, was like, that, that fucking, was great. That hit me when if he was quoting that guy. If you don't let go, you're just going to get dragged. Yeah. <laughs> also worrying is taking action 
Wait, feels like taking action. Worrying feels like taking action when there's really nothing to be done. Fuck, also, maybe I didn't write his fucking quote. Like, um, he, he dropped a, such a good quote last time. Maybe I just traffic posted. is only as annoying as I am late. Yeah, that's a good. Also, one. anger or 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 rage is me trying to control. Rage feels like taking control back when I'm in a state of powerlessness. Yeah. But yeah, I think that, I like that. Worrying is trying to take action when there's nothing to do. Yeah. And the trouble with worrying is it just ruins your day. You're just not present. You're not happy. No. Um, he, Crump had another one when he was quoting that dude. You're going to get dragged, but there was something before that was really good, too. How uh, ill is Crump, though? Yeah, he's a... Well, he's ill at times, but it seems like he's trying too hard no, with no, this no, whole no, quantum no. physics thing. No, but that, that's... <laughs> but, 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 but I really like that because he's, he's, he's making understanding God, like, tangible. Yeah, but he's, he's just not saying things like like photosynthesis. That has nothing. Yeah, but he's well. The thing about him is he's still not quite harnessed. It's how culminating. To, yeah, he's starting. I think he can be the if he can actually graduate Graceland, he will. I think he can become an incredible person, speaker, comedian, actor, everything he ever wants to be. Me too. And I keep trying to talk to him, man, and just bring him down because you know how. Newly silver people yeah. are like, I got to do this and I, I got to make the money. It's and, crazy. And he's got the whole thing about the rich thing. It's just so ingrained in his psyche. And Yeah. I want to wrap it up. Okay. Just because I want to just like, this was good. Okay. You know, we go too long and I got to fucking go home and damn, damn it's only 1040. That's nice. That's great. But I mean, we should just keep doing, obviously. I kind of feel like I want to, and I also would like to do more. Of those other ones, if yeah. you have a dude, so Tommy Vex, Jason called me and like had him on the phone. We're to- the the singer of Bad Wolves. Oh, I God. talked to him, FaceTimed him. Jason Scheidman called me. Plus, Shelby Kemper has been trying to get us to to right, 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 right. So he's like down. To, do you don't know him though? No, I, I mean I know. I mean I can picture his face and his little fucking so like sharpies. He, no, but I'm saying, do you around. know him? No, not personally. I, I want to get him over here. I know people that do know him, though. But yeah, I, I want to get him have over those here people. to do the podcast. He's going to come over to speak. or Is like, he local? You know who I'm talking about, right? Yeah. Is he, <clears> yeah, he's can local. Can he just drive over here? I mean, Yeah, it's just hard to nail guys like that down. So I don't know. We'll see. But like him, goes. we just go like, just tell us when you're available and we just make it happen. We come right. Whenever. Like, I just don't. I'm, I'm scared guy? to like do that. Yeah. You know, right. well, just ha- invite him to the meeting. I'm sure he'll like it, and then he'll go on the podcast. <laughs> like every like the thought of me texting him like anything is like terrifying. Do you have his number? Yeah, I've already been texting with him. Oh, but I don't want to like ask him for anything. Just no, invite him. Invite him to the meeting. All right. I mean, he's a sober guy. Why wouldn't he want to go to a meeting? Yeah, you can. I don't know. Well, you can throw, a, you can offer one of like, yo, we could, we'd love to have you either speak to the house, yeah. join a meeting, or like, hit it's just, the, it's gotta be, it's gotta be me texting him. Yeah. I gotta yeah. just bite the bullet. 
Later, Sam. Good night, Sam. Good night, guys. It's fucking awesome, Sam. I love, yeah. I love you, bro. Yeah, I, I like you too, man. Keep you dropping, want some props? Keep dropping gems. And I, I, and I think that we're going to do some cool art. We'll do, so, we'll do a cool video. I mean, honestly, Tim would be a better person to talk to. Wickham's on it. Yeah. So how's Wickham? You're going to do that? Yeah. Oh, okay, cool. So we're not gonna we're not gonna do the drone. Well, I just figured <clears> that's another I've video. I've got an EP going out with three songs, and I want to do three videos. Oh, just like so visuals. Keep it suit. Yeah, All right, thanks for listening, guys. Good night. All right. That's cool. Yeah.